Oh no, now the knee. Oh, well, that was that. Manu, what's he done there? He sold the dummy with a knee injury. It's a fake knee injury. Manu set up a throw for Bobrovsky. It's the next tackle. He gets an offload. He goes back and gets the football. Probably feels a cramp coming on in the back of his calf. Oh. And then just <laughs> takes off. Oh, what a beauty. So. You pick which has been the better moment. The bloke kicking the ball back from the traffic at the southern end, or Manu, the cramp, the fibber, and takes off to set up a trial. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of the Supercoach Tragics podcast. Special night tonight, guys. We are blessed with some uh, Supercoach royalty here. So we'll start with uh, 2019 winner, Des Creek, mate. Welcome back. Welcome on, mate. Thanks for having me, boys. Um, yeah, pleasure to be here. Keen to oh, catch man. up uh, with the, <laughs> another former champion who I've never actually podcasted with before, but have met a few times. So, that's, what we, yeah. that's what we do here at the Tragics, mate. We bring people together. That's how we. Uh, so I love it. Awesome. Um, before we move on to the rest of the crew, um, how are you going this year, mate? You doing all right? Yeah, I've been going okay. Um, I'm coming about twenty seven hundredth, so I think I've been sitting around between one thousand and five thousand all season. Just haven't been able to string a couple of big scores together in a row. So it's just been going up five hundred spots, down five hundred spots. No terrible scores, but no monster scores that really like push you up the rankings. I've just found it to be that sort of season, Mm, and I've only got one trade left now. So (laughs) hurts, yeah. Not much I can do. I think a lot of people are in the same boat there, mate. I think um I think there's a few people that I mean two of my head to head leagues that are complaining now and they're running running dire, especially with a few restings for the Panthers, which we'll come up with soon. Um uh, moving on, uh two thousand twenty one winner, Tim Moody, mate. Um that was right, wasn't it? Twenty one it was because you yeah, almost yeah. you almost won last year too. That's why I was confused. So <laughs> yeah, keep telling that story. Keep, I want that to, yeah, keep keep telling that narrative. I like that. I almost won last year. <laughs> <laughs> He's going for goat status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it, mate. I, I've seen all those pictures of you in your little, uh, in your was it the tracksuit that was Tupacoat's tracksuit, mate. So yeah, <laughs> you're I, the spokesperson. I, I made Savs from our podcast do a full photo shoot for me on the first day near the like local river. Like it was just like the <laughs> local site to do it at. So yeah, I've, I've it gets still gets a fair uh, run that that tracksuit. <laughs> Fun times. Uh, how are you going this year, mate? Any good? Yeah, no, nah, real bad. Hey, I um, I started okay. I, I had you know was sort of up the up in the top thousand for a bit there, and then it just the wheels came off over surprisingly the buy period where I thought I'd find some love. I planned for the buyers. I had good numbers. I think I just tried to pot up too much and um, yeah, a lot of these fifty fifty calls or whether I'd go this guy or that guy. I just went the wrong guy nearly on every single occasion, um, which, yeah, it's been painful for a, a long period, but um, very head-to-head focused now. Um, so got, yeah, a few cashies going. I think you run a few of them that I'm bloody in. So, yeah, I've str- managed to get through. It's very, very lucky. Little quick little story for you. So I stuffed up my captain two weeks ago. I slept in on a Saturday, which is bad, but I get up early for the, throughout the week. Um and um yeah this i was like oh, i can't stuff it up for the finals for this this week um that's just gone but you know i'm lucky that i was blessed that you know i've stuffed it up the week before because now i always stuff it up because i've you know i've learned a lesson well i traded in down on telling his and 
Charles Nickel calls second, like with a minute to go. And I was having troubles because, you know, you tr- sometimes when you're trying to slide the app up on your phone, you can't reach your fullback. Yeah. Mm. You know that thing where it's like yeah. a, it's a bad glitch yeah. in the app and I'm trying to pick it up and I'm like, I can't reach Kalen to swap him. <laughs> so I was panicking and one minute to, to do my trades turned into about 30 seconds. So then I abandoned doing two trades and just did one. And then I was like, oh, I've still got time for the other trade now. And so I ended up just making it happen with getting that slide up where I could get Kalen into a position on the screen where I could press swap on him, uh, swapped him to, to uh, five eight, and then Chance was um, at my fullback as my captain at lockout. And I'm like, no, this is head-to-head finals. I've got, I've got big dollars on this. You know, I didn't watch any footy on Saturday. I just, just didn't want a bar of it. Sunday, I watched the footy, caught up on the other games from Saturday. I was like, geez, my plays are going all right. I finally checked the scores on Monday. And I'd managed to win all four of my bloody head to head somehow, <laughs> which is a miracle because I'd been losing head to heads for about two months straight. So, um, yeah, back, we're back. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> New captain, Dallin. Yeah, that that, yeah, that's what I meant. Did you say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an accident. Yeah. Like it was a. It, I thought there, I thought it was like just a crazy Tim move, you know, because you, nah. you've, no, you've been known to do crazy moves like that in the past. No, well, the and I was like, the this pod- could be genius, you know. The, <laughs> the podcast, one of them's like, man, I'm starting to question whether you're just wanting to pull brave, like ballsy moves and not tell us. And I'm like, no, <laughs> man, why would I captain Rapana the week before? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. So. Oh, I love it. I love it. It, mate, it paid off, mate. You're still in, so it's all good. It's what you want to do. So Yeah, let's see what happens this week with my captains, eh? Three shots yeah, are out, eh? I feel like a sleeping on Saturdays, due, mate. It seems to work out for you. Yeah, so. I'm worried. I'm worried. <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. And as per usual, we have Glenn, mate. Glenn, how did you go last week, mate? Yeah, I had a good round last week. Uh, 1,417, I think I got. Uh, Captain Ponger. So, uh, but it, it I was a very annoying round last week. So I was always playing Smith, Billy Smith, and then the news come out of Munro was going to play, and then I thought we we weren't we got no certainty of it. So I stuck Taruba in there just to be safe. Uh, it was so frustrating. So I could have had a much better round than I did, but yeah, it, it's synonymous with how my season's gone, mate. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, it, it wasn't bad enough. It, it, I went up Green Arrow, so that's something to ten k. So yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like lucky because you did record last week on the podcast saying that you were going to play Billy Smith. So uh, yeah. if you didn't see it for myself, I, I wouldn't believe it. But uh, yeah. we have proof there, mate. So it's all good. Yeah, no, I was playing him. It was hundred percent to play. Mm. Yeah, awesome. well, one thing, one thing that I um I think is a curse for you at the moment is your team is actually so stacked that you have the option to leave certain players on the bench on the wings and stuff like that. Um, mine, my center wings, I've got the four okay ones. Then I've got like Molotalo and Taruva. So I'm playing them on matchups and I'm mixing it around a little bit. So I was always playing Munro because it didn't really bother me. So I was like, cool, I'll just strike Munro in there. I'm sweet. No choice. Didn't have to leave anyone out really. So yeah. it was pretty good. Um, in the end, I got Taruva's AE with um, SJ as my vice captain. So okay. hit a 14, 15 for the week. So just outside the top thousand now, 11.99. Yeah. Um, still a long way to go to catch up to where I was a couple of weeks back. Uh, sitting at 132nd a couple of weeks back, so I need to bring that back. But I'm being purely head to head like yourself, Timmy, for about the buy round. Um, not because of my rank. My rank's been pretty good all all year, so I'm mean, happy with my rank. But yeah, nice. I got some. Head- I got I got those head to heads. You know, you got those mates that you just want to freaking beat. Yeah, 
Mm. I, I have never won the comp. I made the final three times and I've never won it. And it's embarrassing. Even when I came 15th in 2020, I still did not win that head-to-head. So I was really frustrated. So I'm focusing purely on that. I'm still in the finals. I've got a week off now. No trades at all. I'm just going to chill and just yeah, watch it go. But you watch. I'll still lose. We come to the end of the year. I'm going to be at the last podcast screaming and angry at everyone because I'm going to miss that head-to-head. So, oh, good. We'll move on, guys. Let's get started. So, as per usual, we'll start off with the Tragics overall group comp. So, uh, Glenn from Here Come the Bears, still in sixth place overall. Unbelievable effort this year. So, um, I believe he's about 280 points from first, I'm pretty sure. there's a pretty, If you look at the top three, there's only 40 points in top three at the moment. Mm. So real, real close up there. Uh, and then right behind Glenn, we have Edwin from Lux for Losers. These two have been battling it out all year up there. So very, very close. Um, not long ago now before we decided we'd get that ring to and a $100 cash comp entry, which will be exciting. So awesome work, guys. Let's get started with this week's round matches. So game one, we'll start with you, Des. Uh, Panthers versus the Eels, mate. How do you see this one going? Any players in particular you're looking at? That's the Eels. Oh, sorry, Sea Eagles. <laughs> Against the Sea Eagles, yeah. I just don't see Manly winning this one. In, in fact, I see them losing by about 40 points. They're just, <laughs> they're, they're just not looking good. Um, and Penrith just looks like they're going to storm home for the three-peat. I mean, I said it like literally round one of the season, Penrith are going to three-peat, and Timmy was like, Thanks for saying so, Des. <laughs> um, in terms of players, I think Cleary, I think he's the obvious vice captain. He could go huge. Um, I'm just always wary of Thursday night games. I, I just have a thing with them. They just seem to be lower scoring. Yeah. So some yeah. sort of a curse, but I think Cleary can probably overcome the curse against Manly. Um, Ruben Garrick, I'm probably going to sit on the bench because I think his past three scores against Penrith are like 30 20 and 30 or something like that so and most of the time he's playing fullback as well the last few times he's played him so yeah yeah i just don't see manly even like maybe not even scoring a try in that one so um i've got brian toto as well but i think there is a a little bit of injury doubt regarding him so hopefully he can he can pull through and score a hat-trick for me um other than that i'm not really interested in too much else there yeah. I think those are the main players. Yeah, Timmy, anything else, mate? Well, I've got Zach asking in my side. He's getting the call up. I'm playing him this week. I'm pretty thin. Um, yeah, so he's, he's going to get a run. I, I don't hate it either. I just uh, think, if particularly if Tottenham's there, outside Cleary as well, hopefully he should be able to get some attacking points there and run a mark. I'm, I'm, I think it'll be a pretty big score too. I thought it was going to be a bit more of a shellacking the more I hear more of our players out, I'm thinking, ah, oh, pulls it back a little bit, makes it a little bit more of a competition, I guess, for a bit. But without being into too much of an <laughs> arrogant confidence, <laughs> and yeah, we should still. I, I think for Cleary, it doesn't really matter with all the. I don't think whoever's out. I think the more players out, I can see him just sort of having more hands on individual moments, like where yeah. his little goes for tries, like where he tries to crash over. I think so. Oh, if I get trying to pass it, because you know when the other guys are, he's like, I know I pass it out this time. Now get me tries, but he sees a moment for himself. I think more likely than not, he'd take it this time. So mm. yeah, I like him for individual brilliance this time. I, I think I'm going to have my VC on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, anything else, Glenn? 
I'll just let people know that Luai is out, Kenny is out. Um, mm. There are rumours that Edwards and Toho are struggling, and there was someone else, I'm not quite sure who the other one was. I, I don't hate the Hosking shout. I actually looked to bring him in my draft, uh, in my centre wing position. Uh, well, sorry, I can't bring him in centre wing position. So I'm doing that. Nothing else that I really like. The Garrick one is interesting. I have a choice between Taruva and Garrick, and Manly tend to leak down there. Uh, but there was a rumour that if Toho was out, that Taruva could move to the right side. So um, if that happens, that could be interesting. That's one thing I'm a bit nervous about with all the extra players out, that there could be a bit more moving pieces. With like, I'm like, I like Hosking as a play on the right outside Nath, but yeah. if for some reason he then goes on the left, I don't like it as much. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we'll see what happens. Yeah, Cogger seems to run the ball a fair bit too, kind of like Luai. So almost a like for like there. They kind of run the ball and doesn't pass as much. So whenever Cogger played, I noticed Taruvi's never going to score a try. Um, same as Peachy. Um, but uh, as to what Des said before about Garrick, I'm actually I'm going to segue into the next game quite neatly. I'm going to leave Garrick on the bench this week and I'm going to play Mulatalo in the next yep. game over that, which is risky because he's been scoring by raw, but it is against the Titans. So, uh, Des, what are your think, thoughts about the Canola Shark versus the Titans Friday night game? Some big names here. Yeah, I mean, it, it should be a very open game. Both teams like to just spread it, um, spread wide and. Yeah, I think I think that's probably a good call. What what you're saying there, mm. I like that one. Um, for the Titans, I mean Tino's back, right? Eight hundred k. I mean you could you could take a stab at him, um, but you've just got to you really got to hope that he barges over for he, he's king of junk time tries. So if he if he doesn't really barge over, he's he's really not worth the eight hundred k. So I think yeah, I don't think. I wouldn't recommend that trade, in fact, to people out there thinking to do it. I wouldn't either. I started with Tino and it wasn't a great thing. Like I was going up against house owners and house owners were killing it. And a lot of other people went different routes still. And I, I think my having Tino is about 7% owned to start the year. He was making so many tackles. He, was, he has big minutes, does a lot of work, but there wasn't the attack there. And then it just... Once I started to sell him a little bit after that, <laughs> the origin period, he started to, you know, put it on. So if it's not there, it's really not worth it. And even if it is there, it's just getting you a ton. I'd prefer to spend that 800k on a guy that could. Tafita. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's it. Yeah, if you don't have the score. guy. He's yeah. just going to score like probably 80, 90, 100 for the rest of the season. No matter who he, he's against, he's just, he's been so powerful this year. And like they, they hit him with that inside ball, just gets him. He can just barge over like three or four defenders if he gets ahead of steam going. I don't have him, and I'm absolutely terrified. And I can't yeah. get him. <laughs> I'm death riding him too, mate. And I've been lucky enough to have someone turn up that I've got that's a pod over him every single week. And I, that? that's not, that's not going to last. I've, had, I've swapped it, I've been swapping back and forth. Oh, so I had, yeah, okay. I, sure. I, I, I had horse turn up one day against yeah, him. Yeah. I had, then I had Ford turn up again and I used him instead. Then I had Preston get like a 90 when he got a, an 84. So I was like, this is like, this is not going to last, but yeah, I, I'm going to yeah, keep yeah. riding that train for a little bit longer. So, yeah, but I, I totally agree. I think um, right now is not the time to be jumping on a front rower that's probably going to have a, a, a limited ceiling as well. Right. So he has that. He, he can have a ceiling, but it's a bit 
less likely that he's going to get a try than, say, if a feeder, like we mentioned, where he's going to have that more consistent ceiling. And he's shown this year his bases up quite nicely as well. So um, I know you mentioned before that inside ball that he gets, it's just great. But one thing I really admire this year is that cutout pass he's thrown to the winger. No mm. pass, and he's got that on point so many times this game, getting those 20 point tries right there. So he's just he's developed his game so well. And I think, um, I guess that everyone jumped on him at the start of the year thinking contract year, and hey, it's paid off. Mm. The only thing I would say about Tino is if you've got like loads of trades up your sleeve, like six or something, and it's still part of your plans just to boost that part of your side up, go for it. But mm. if you've got like two or one or three, like the most people, I wouldn't be doing it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You're better off taking a flyer on one of the Sharks players. Like, I think you have him, Sione Katoa. I really like him as a a lot of most people are on Ronaldo Mulatalo. Um, but I think Katoa could easily outscore him over the next sort of month or so. Um, mm, I'm only going to probably choose to play in this Titans game unless I don't love a lot of the other matchups. The Newcastle one, I think. Mm, uh, is that the Marju side? Maybe I'll do that. He's running it what Khan Pereira? Yeah. So he's That's not the little, he's yeah. not he's not the strongest defender. He's quite he's kind of like light. He's just all speed. Could he yeah. could just bulldoze over him and Ramian inside? Oh, of him. yeah. I I, re- I really like it this week. I really yeah. like the Titans matchup. I just don't like some of the other matchup going forward. So. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they got what yeah Titans this week, and then they got Penrith and Storm back to back. That's pretty brutal. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, and even the Knights, they're not so much the easy point scoring team to get against these days as well. They're actually what are they on a five winning streak at the moment, doing quite well for themselves. Like um I think the Pongo showing some form there. I think that Sharks aren't leaking as many points as you think they are. Mm. So uh anything else, Glenn? Yeah, it's a couple of things. Firstly I just wanted to say on the buying a forward, I actually concur with your theory about usually the tried and true method of super coach is stack the pack at the start and on the way home get the ceiling players. You know, the centre wings tend to score better on the run home, and both these guys will know that playing, you know, as former winners. There's a couple, though, that weren't mentioned that I actually like as pods. So I think Talakai is actually a really sneaky pod, and I, I think this matchup's really good for him as well. I own Nakora. I own David Fafita. If you own them, they're both plays. Um, and the other one that I like is a sneaky pod, although I don't like their, their run home. So I'll take that. I was going to say um, Brian Kelly, but we'll, I'll pass on that, actually. But, yeah, that's pretty much it, mate. You know, Brian Kelly's been doing some good work the last few weeks. He's been that it's like he's going back to Brian Kelly of old, like where he used to, like last year he kind of faded out, but the year before that he was just busting tackles, just showing that strength that he has for not so much a big fella. He's a pretty tough fella though. So he has, mate, but as you'll see as we get further in, there's some really juicy matchups this particular round, and I think that there's better ones that we'll talk about. These boys will probably be up as we go along. All right, bring us the next game. So Broncos versus Parramatta. The, the Eels, I'll say it this time. So, um, Bronco is looking likely pretty much to win this game, I think. A Parramatta hit and miss this year. Des? Uh, can I just say something? Yeah. You've gone to Des first twice on two games. We usually rotate. Like, cool. <laughs> I just saw you go Kim first and then Des and then Des. Oh, this, this, this is where my eye goes to in the TV. So, all right. All right. Age before beauty. So, yeah, give me a crack. Give me a crack. Thank, thank, thanks, thanks for calling me out on our podcast. I love, it. I love that's it. what I'm here for. <laughs> that's it. Timmy, mate. Who do you You're think like the referee, huh? That's it. <laughs> that's it. How, how, how do you like this one? Any, any players in here that um that you're looking at that might be a bit sneaky? Sneaky. Um, 
Not so much. You think this one's going to be a... I've got a bit of faith in Paris still. I know last week was like they didn't start well. You have to think they'd fix that up. Brisbane should win comfortably. But I still feel it should have a bit of competition. It should still feel like top sides going against each other. Um, there's not anyone particularly I would buy from any of these sides. You've got to keep in mind as well, both these teams as well have a buy coming up as well. So if you've got limited trades, it's very unlikely you're going to bring anyone in. Yeah, there's, there's decent enough like holds that people have got. You know, like I've still got Hopgood happy with him. Gutho, mm-hmm. um, I reckon you'd, I'd be looking to sell him if you've got the trades. You can still play him out for the season if you're short on him. But I reckon he could be an upgrade to like a, a Trell. Mm-hmm. Uh, would be the way I'd go about that. Broncos, um, yeah, Payne has just keep doing Payne has stuff, doing better than what I thought he was going to be doing post um, Origin. I thought he'd sort of fizzle off a bit, but I guess you know it's been the week prior to last was wasn't banging the door down. I think it was like fifty six or something maybe from yeah, his his minutes weren't very good that game after you know, last week. He this, yeah. this, he had a cracker this week, but yeah, the week before wasn't too great. Yeah, I've got um, Pierre Curie on my side, which I was hoping to possibly have as a play for the rest of the season. I thought Ricky might have been out for the run. That sucks. So, yeah, it's one to look out for. It could be a bit of a AE issue, but I get, I'm assuming he'll still probably get 30 to 40 points. Although when he has come off the bench, he has scored sort of sub-30s a couple of times. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a bit awkward. Depends on what time of the game he's coming on to. If he's coming in when the forwards are a little bit tired, he's mm. so good at hitting those gaps. He's been just put that little last minute footwork in and get through the gaps. I'm not sure how many line breaks he's had in the last couple of weeks, but it's been quite a few. Yeah. See why there's wraps on him. He's he's mm. good. Yeah, I picked him up in one of my dynasty drafts a couple of years ago. Oh wait, and Brim, they finally come in. So yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's yeah, all, all for me on that one. No. Uh, anything else, Des is liking this game, mate? No, I'm I'm pretty much uh yeah, I'm on Timmy's page here. It's like both these teams have like forwards that you want to buy and mm. we're we're after backs at this time of year. So like I mean Pat Carrigan, he was pretty outstanding last week. Um for Parramatta you've got Cartwright and Madison as well, who are also like looking the goods at the moment. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I probably just wouldn't be buying them with your last few trades. Even the, it's just too late to get them now, and none of these, none, neither team's backline really, really uh, intrigues me that much. Like Sivo hasn't been scoring that well, Cobo he's been going okay, but like like you said, the buy's coming up, the draw is not the best. There's just better options. Yeah, um, Glenn, what are your thoughts with Maddo, mate? You know, a lot of people are talking about Maddo being benched. I know well, you've got a few things to say about um, Maddo. I, I, did, I did the numbers on Maddo last week, as you know. So in the first half, he got 21 on the edge, uh, and 19 of that was in base. And he got 40 in base in the second half, playing in the middle, right? Plus that beautiful peach pass that he put to um, Junior Paulo, which gave him mm. an initial 18. They got him 58 in the second half. He actually bases uh, averages 62 in the centre. So what the minutes are better when he plays at second row, obviously, because you're going to get 80 minutes. What we would like is him to start there and then move into the centre. But uh, if you own him, hold him, 
play him. If you don't, I wouldn't be buying. The next three buys are Broncos, Parramatta, Souths. So um, all three of those sides, and one of those, the Souths is in the head-to-head, do your head-to-head player, so you definitely wouldn't be touching the Souths mm-hmm. for that reason. Um, but, yeah, um, the only person there of interest that I do like, I think Guthon Moses is Sells, but I like Dylan Brown. He's got incredible base for a 5'8", and anything that he adds onto that as an attacking stat's usually a, a pretty generous score. But as you know, most people aren't flush with trades right now. So unless you're one of those with a lot of them, um, I wouldn't be making that move. Would you Would you bring in someone like Dylan Brown over, you know, Munster, Cody Walker, Kalen Ponga? That's just like we're flush with 5.8s already. Well, that's right. I mean, if you've got Kalen Ponga at 5.8, I mean, the two I would have would be Kalen Ponga and Munster. I wouldn't. Yep. I, I don't really like Walker. I just don't think he's got the goods at the moment. The Souths just don't have to go forward. But I, I, I'm scared of Munster this round. I think Munster's the play. I'd go over Dylan Brown. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Dex, you're right. Munster's the, the play. It's, it scares me when you say that because I've got six South Sydney players in my 17 right now. <laughs> and I'm, abs- I'm absolutely banking on them to just crush teams on the way home. It, yeah, yeah that, sh- sure. that Sharks game just like put me put me off them. But I just can't do anything about it now. I'm stuck with them. So I've just, I've just got to back Cody in. I'm sure he'll hit his straps yeah, in I've one or two of these games. I've got Cook, Cody, and uh, Latrell myself, and Munro sitting on the pine. So, yeah, I've actually faded Monster so that I can slide in Ponga to five eight, so that I can chuck the VC on him and chuck the C on Trill. Yeah, I think nice. that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah, nice. And I like that a lot. Yeah, um, I I brought in Nathan Brown last week as a sneaky little pod to potentially get me over the line to win my first head-to-head final. <laughs> um, I thought I did pretty well. I think he, he, he didn't wasn't breaking the world down, but his space was there. And then he managed to sneak a little try assist towards the end there as well, which was good. But I've got, I've got a few trades left and I'm not trading this week because I don't need to. I'm literally thinking about going Brown to Munster next week. I know I just brought Brown in, but I like going Brown to Munster next week for the run home. And that's purely a head-to-head call with the, the looking at the players that my head-to-head, who I assume I'll be playing against. I'm just having a guess. I feel like, they're the ones I'm scared of not owning. I'm trying to cover that with the Munster trade. And I like Munster's draw. It looks really good. So I'd bring him in this week. I'd bring him in this week, but I don't need to worry about trades with my head-to-head. So I'm going to focus on that. And it's a downgrade, really, with, with the 800K price point there for Dylan Brown. So, all right. Speaking of the 6 billion South players we all have in our Supercoach team, we'll go to you, Des, mate. Next game, South versus uh, Dragons, mate. Hoping they put on a big score. I got a fair few myself. Yeah, I think if I recall earlier in the season, this is a pretty wild game where South almost came back and won. I think they lost the game in the end, but they almost came back and scored like thirty points in the last ten minutes or something to to almost overcome it. So I'm hoping this time they can just do that from the outset, blow the dragons away. But the dragons haven't looked like they haven't looked atrocious the last couple of weeks um, by all means. But yeah. Ravalava has been outstanding. If if you wanted to take a cheeky pot on him, but yeah, I've got Cook, Kaloa Matangi, um, Walker, Alex Johnson, Munro, and Latrell, and I'll be playing all six of them. <laughs> wow! So it's just yeah, close your eyes, cross your fingers, and hope that South, you know, come out and show that they are probably the second best team in the comp and the only team that can really give Penrith a run in the final. Yeah. Is Mo- is Munro? Oh, he's, no, he's not. Nine, he's nineteenth man, but we saw what happened last week. So. Yeah, you just see yeah. he comes in. 
yeah, I hope so because I'd like to play him instead of um, Ronaldo. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But yeah. He looks yeah. bloody dangerous. Yeah. The dispatch mm. up. I sold Ronaldo after his 9 12, but I actually don't mind him for this particular matchup, especially with Connor Tracy. Mm. He's, he's like a half will come in on the left side and he could feed feed him or Talakai. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm just going back and looking at through my uh, archives there, mate. And it was uh, Sydney. <laughs> that was a nice little comeback. It ended up being 36 to 30 in the end. And South, unfortunately, didn't quite get the win. But there would have been a lot of super coach points in that game. So. <laughs> Or anything else, Timmy, from this one, mate? Yeah, not a great deal. If it could um, not be a South Sydney blowout, that'd be fantastic. I've only got Munro. <laughs> I sold uh, my bunnies boys last week just because I've got low numbers on my last two trades. And I just figured if I make the head-to-head finals, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I my theory was if I can't get through to the head-to-head finals, without Cody and AJ, then I'm not going to win the grand final having them in my side because I don't have the depth to cover it. Mm. So I, I sold them both last week. and I, This was the one game I'm particularly worried about. But, yeah, as Des did point out, you know, the Dragons haven't been looking too bad lately. I've been liking um, what they're doing with that new coach. A couple of weeks ago, showed a bit of sass in the post-conference chat and the boys look like they're taking that sass out of the field and yeah, not so, being it's open. that right edge, that right edge of like uh Lomax and Ravalawa just combining. I think they have like three round averages of 100 yeah. plus each. So. Big, eh? Like, I'm just concerned with Lomax out how the feet, how the other feet guy would go. Yeah, yeah definitely concerning because with uh Lomax having that trademark flick pass that he does. Like, there's, I don't think Fangai has that in him. I don't think it's going to be as good. So I feel like maybe Ravalawa might yeah, miss out on it. He might just there. he might just pass the ball and he, he might just make it a simple try for Ravalawa to just catch a simple pass rather than having to take a flick. But yeah, yeah, it looks classy. <laughs> I reckon I reckon about eight out of ten of them probably don't need to happen though. But yeah, yeah I guess when you've got body on you, I reckon yeah. yeah. I just reckon he could pass the ball normally sometimes. Oh, to, yeah, to be honest, it might even be if, he, if, he, if he's just giving a normal it's pass. It's fancy. I like yeah. it. And it's a good play, especially it's, when you've got, they don't think you can pass it because you've already got your sort of thing. That, that, that's my trademark pass when I was playing footy back in the oh, day. Of course. Yeah, so yeah. I've yeah. I, I, I got to stick up for that pass, right? So, oh, nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but it's true. Like, if, for example, if they do a simple pass and Ravalau gets the ball, it might be more points for him because then he gets to knock some guy over, get tackle bust as well. So, because we know Ravalawa has that strength, he can do a nice little tackle bust. So, or anything else, Glenn, on this game, mate? Yeah, just two players I'd like to point out. So, if you've got a few trades and you want a pod for this round, I think Isaiah Tass, I've been selling him mm. uh, and Toho for the last four weeks. And if you had have jumped on when I told just two years, we'd be killing it. Both of them are just passing that second pass. And the other one that I like, if you need to trade down, trade up. So, if you're looking for money, uh, Russell, Daniel Russell for the Dragons at second row has actually been basing incredibly well. Uh, if you look at his scores for the last for the games he's played, uh, he's done incredibly well. So, and he's playing the eighty minutes. So, if you need to trade down to trade up, you know what I mean. If you're looking for money, there's your there's your money. And good good news too. He's actually a dual centre wing, um, second row too. So yeah, that's right. He's definitely handy to have um, in there. I've been I had a look at him last week when I was looking at trying to make some cash and. 
I wasn't sure how long Bird was out for and all that stuff, so I was just a bit got to be concerned. But he's looking the goods. I like it. Awesome. All right, let's move on to the very next game. We have Tigers versus the Warriors. I this is the thing about me VC and Cleary. I got SJ in my team, and I think um, SJ might go all right. So I'll go to you, Timmy, mate. Yeah, so I'm in the same situation. I've got both Cleary and SJ, and I think I'd rather have a part of Cleary more so than SJ in this one. I, I, I think the main reason being the chance being out, I just think that he's sort of just the link play he does just to get the ball to Dallin. I don't know how whether – when I was watching last week, that, that, that tool pick, he looks like a good little footy player, but he's mm. – Tiny little fella, his arms don't look like he can pass it. Like he's just very little. He's a little man, you know. He's just that's why I think he uses his little legs to run. But um, yeah, I, I also think that the Tigers, uh, when you just watch them on the field and have a decent look at them, they're not a bad footy side. They you haven't know what I mean? That bad all year. They really they, haven't. They look Ex- except good for that too. one game. That one way- game. Yeah, yeah. The way they've got good like structure and and just the way they play is it looks not loose and easy to sort of get on top of. So yeah, I don't reckon they're as as walkie over as we always think they are. So for me, this is still a good captain option, but just taking away um, chance and the fact that I think the Tigers are looking pretty full strength for them and they're in not too bad a form. I'd Perfect, Larry. Yeah, 100% agree. I think um, in, in defence, they've got, like, you look at the names they've got. They've got the Bateman, who we know is a very solid defender. IPAP's not a bad defender. Appy does a lot of work in the middle there defending as well. And then you've got mm. Clemmer and Stefano, who defend pretty well. So having that solid defensive line, I've, I've been really surprised how many points have actually leaked through. Yeah. Um, it hasn't been as much as we think, but they... And I reckon they're not long off being a more competitive team. And I think Glenn will probably... I don't say much nice things about Tigers, but I think Glenn might appreciate that. <laughs> hmm. The Tigers up until around 13 only let in 200 Supercoach scores. And then when Brooks mm-hmm. and Apo went out, they started to leak. Now that yeah. Luke's and Brook are back again, I actually concur. I agree with you, uh, Timmy, that I think they'll defend this game. I have two mm-hmm. smokies for this one. I actually think the Dragons can beat the Rabbits, and I know Des won't like hearing that. Uh, <laughs> and I actually think the Tigers can keep the Warriors. I think the Warriors will win, but I think the Tigers will defend um, better than people think, as you said. The yeah, other thing to note is that supposedly might rain in um, this game. So if that's the case, Tigers have been good in the wet. They held Penrith out. And, yeah, I just think for having a captain on SJ in the wet, like if it was a captain, like a straight C, mm-hmm. like if it was vice-captain, you'd be sweet, whatever. But if you got stuck and it started to – some games you're like, oh, yeah, it looks dry, it looks dry, sweet. And then about five minutes into the game, it starts helping down. I've had that happen in the past, and it's it's the worst. So I'd be, be cautious. For, you'd be hoping for about 10 force dropouts. <laughs> yeah. Very cautious. Which he can produce. SJ can produce like yeah. that many force dropouts in a game if he really wants to. Yeah, the, the weather over in New Zealand too, it, it can be like that. It can be a beautiful day and all of a sudden the, the heavens just decide to open up and 
Yeah, mm. so definitely. We've seen some images of some recent floods over the New Zealand. So, um, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. It's probably talked me out of it. They definitely might put the BC on Cleary just to be safe, I think. Uh, anything else on this game, um, Des? Uh, no, not too much. I mean, I mean, Dallin Batani's or Lesniak is the one I guess that most people want to yeah. want to talk about. Um, I still think he's he might go pretty well, even even with uh with Chines out. So, I I'm still I'm almost <laughs> considering with my last trade going Chance to Dallin. It it sounds stupid, but I don't I mean, think it's that stupid. It That's depends on how long Chance is out. If, uh, there's rumors that he could be out for two weeks instead of one, mm. and it and it is that time of year where you have to like win these head-to-head finals. So it's like, yeah, Dallin could still go. He could there's, still go big. There's rumors like it this. could be longer than two that I'm hearing too. Just the fact that it's three, like every other mm-hmm. NRL physio sort of mentioned that every other player's gone for the season, regular yeah. season at least, if they've had three concussions. The only thing he did mention. Is that these other three players? Um, I think it was Wade Graham. Oh, I can't remember the other two. One was Kalen Ponga. Mm. And the other one was a bit of a random Knights player, I think. Um, but yeah, they had all had a bit of history prior to those three knocks, which Chance hasn't had that much of a history prior to these three. So maybe mm. that's something to consider. But I've got, I don't have any trades, and I've got both of them in my side. So. <laughs> Um, just Good luck to you. Play it out, yeah. See what happens. <laughs> Hope he comes back. Can I just add something at the end? So we leak the Tigers leak to right second row, which is where Neocore is. So if you are flush with trades and you just want a pod, Neocore could be an interesting play, and to right wing, which is actually where De- uh, with Delezniak is. So I, I like that core on your desk. So I think that you're right. I think that's where they'll get their points on that side. They got a, they got a very juicy draw. The um the no, Warriors no. coming home and no, and no. like we've have already touched on before. We want to try and have those final trades to get those ceiling players in. And yeah. we and there's I know there's a pretty low floor with DWZ, but there's a very very high ceiling as we've already noticed this year. So, alrighty, let's move on to our final uh, Saturday game, and that's the Roosters versus the Dolphins. Des, um, Dolphins came back a little bit last week. Bit of a shock. They did, yeah. I mean, they're they're getting carried pretty hard by my main Jermaine Asako. <laughs> um, I haven't had him all year. I've just desperately wanted him every every single week. I say like Jermaine Asako is, you know, he's the top scoring center wing of the season. People were talking about selling him a few weeks ago because of the draw and whatnot. And I was like, it's it's just crazy. It's madness. Asako, he's he, he's not he's. He's not as bad as what he used to be, you know. He's turned he's turned a corner, and mm. he re- he really is a super coach gun now. And and he's got the goal kicking. He he makes a line break every every game pretty much. So I think yeah, I think Azako is pretty much the only the only player I'd want from the Dolphins. Um, as for the Roosters, I mean you've got your Manu and Tedesco, pretty much also the only two that I'm. I mean, you've got Daniel Tupo as well. I called him out a few weeks ago as a, a big super pod on the run home because yeah. the Roosters could still make the eight. Mm-hmm. If they win every single game from here on out, they haven't looked ideal, but they're, the, they're a sort of team that could just turn it on. Like Teddy and Manu, they just haven't really clicked um, at all. They're kind of both just going off each way to themselves. They haven't really linked up too well. Yeah. 
But if that does happen over the, the final month here, the Roosters could charge home into the eight. So, um, yeah, Manu and Teddy could be going big here. Hmm. I like that because I, I brought in um, Tupo uh, about six weeks ago. He got him for like 412000 I thought I'm not going to get a gun. I, a future, he, he, in the past years, he's been a gun with mm. high base and we know he's at a high ceiling. And I'm like, you know what? He's got back from injury. I might have a crack. And he's, I think out of those six weeks, he scored one bad score for me. And that yeah, was like five a, tries in those six games. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been very, very lucky to have him. And he's my guy for the run home because I noticed their draw was actually pretty sweet for that run home as well. So, um, but yeah, no, I, um, I'm actually, one thing I am looking at because I have Latrell in my team at the moment. One thing I'm looking at is for the head to head finals, I'm looking at actually going Trell to, um, to, uh, to Desco for that last trade. Oh, wow. That one trade. Yeah. Because, um, cool. Yeah, I, I think, well, Trell doesn't play in the head-to-head final. He's what, they have a buy in round 26. Oh, that's all right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, that, that's why I'm not going to keep Trell him do his thing. And then I feel like it's almost a straight swap with the price no, it's going to be. I'm I'm selling Walker to Tedesco. I'm moving Ponga up. Mm, yeah. I just I, We just know what Tedesco has done in the past at the end of the season, especially when his team needs him. And the t- right now, they need him. So and Manu last week really stepped up a little bit. Teddy did so a little bit as well. Um, so I really think that I've got Manu to partner him for that last game. I think it's gonna be a really good little um run home for them. I'm hoping you're right there, Des. So just quickly oh. on that, would you would you trade Ruben Garrick to James Tedesco as your final trade? Yes. Oh final trade. Gee, I'd be holding. Oh that for my as a head to head player? Knowing that Ruben Garrick has uh, in the in the grand final around twenty six has the um, Bulldogs, so I, personally, as oh, I thought about it myself, but I was like, I'm looking at big matchups. I want to have these players that get massive ceilings in that grand final game. I'm, I'm ahead of myself because I feel like I need to make the grand final first, but that's what I thought about. So, and yeah. I'd be looking at your side with the you've got six rabbits in your side. I'd be taking a very serious look at what you've got um, left. For that particular round, because you're gonna there's six players, it's gonna be out of your side. That leaves you 19 straight off the bat. You get one injury, and you're in all sorts of profit bubble. Yeah, running the gauntlet. Yeah, running the gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm doing the same, Des. I'm down to one myself, mate. My plan was to sell to Munster or to uh, Tedesco for Walker, um, but I was going to do that on that round. I think I might do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, just 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 a safe, just a safety thing, you know. Uh, just before we go, there's two players I wanted to mention. One was Joseph Sawali. If you're looking for a pod, I actually think he's not a bad pod either. A goal kicking, mm-hmm. I think the Roosters could put on a score they need to to get to the finals. And if you're looking to trade down to trade up, uh, Wong at second row. Yeah, Wong, he looked he looked good last week. I know you, call, you 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 I, called you called out Wong last week, and um, it was white. So well, I'm he, great. Right. <laughs> he scored two, and then he yeah. got it called back. I don't know. I was bragging about it in the chat, and I was saying like how good Wong was, and then he crossed over, and it just made me look like a genius. All righty, let's move on to game one Sunday. Timmy Storm versus the Raiders. This is always a good game to watch. I love it. Yeah. So. Um... Monster, yeah, I think this one should be a good one for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grant, uh, obviously, he's the uh guy we want at hooker. Just trying to think if I think this is going to be a big one for him or not. 
they're pretty forward pack that Raiders, so I'm not expecting anything too flash from Grant. Just a standard sort of uh, knock from him, I think, this week. Mm. Uh, Rapana, I've got him at fullback, which is a little bit of a funny random thing. Uh, kind of think he might be the one guy I might leave out this week. I've got pretty bad depth as it is, but <laughs> I think I'm going to leave him out. Uh, but that will depend on if Munro plays or not. Um, as for the Storm... Just really hoping, fingers crossed, we get to see little Pappy back soon. Um, yeah, you watch yeah. those highlights? Did you watch those highlights? Mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Ones. Yeah, he looks good, didn't he? Yeah, that little try assist there. Looking forward to seeing that in the NRL. So. Yeah, buddy oath. Yeah, that's all I got on that one. There's not. I don't think there's too many super coach options in, outside of those blokes. Yeah, like Horsburgh has been a little bit underwhelming. Hopefully, he can come come back a little bit and get some more attacking plays for us. And Depine, I haven't got, but I think he's pretty commonly owned and just keep doing Depine things. Mm. You know, I actually traded um, Horsburgh out. I had Horsburgh for ages. I traded him out to Madison last week just to match a head to head. Um, yeah, didn't disappoint. So, well, I think um we've been calling it out a fair bit with Horse on the podcast over the last few weeks. Is that with R- Ricky Stewart, the way he rotates his forwards, it's always been so unpredictable. But the only thing that was common was for the, I think it was about a ten week run. Horsburgh was getting great solid minutes all the time, and then all of a sudden they just went. I think as as soon as I mentioned it on a podcast, yeah, I, I, I reckon I reckon Ricky's watching. That's my theory. So, um, but yeah, then he just gets to like. What did he play? I think he played for, I think, 32 minutes and then he came back on with 15 minutes to go. I was like, whoa, that's unlike him at all. So yeah, that was amazing. my reason to trade him out. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Des? Um, not too much. Just just on what Timmy said with Harry Grant, he's expecting a mediocre score. This, they, they really do have like a big forward pack, but close to the line. That's where Harry Grant's at his most dangerous. So he might be able to burrow in under underneath those big tied forwards. Yeah. So um, I don't own any Storm players. I, I think it's pretty much the first season ever in Supercoach where I've gone <laughs> gone completely against Melbourne because they just haven't looked themselves all year. But they they are starting mm. to they are starting to hit them their straps come come towards the end here. So I think I may do that Cody to Munster trade. Um. That Glenn was talking about. So, yeah, it's been a funny season for the Storm. Hey, like they're doing relatively well for the side that they've got. Like they're in the top four. They've lost so many stars over the years, but yeah, they haven't looked like that side any week that's just going to put a team to bed. Yeah, yeah, at all. But they're doing pretty well, just sort of plodding away and getting wins and just playing grindy sort of footy. I guess. Shout out to the Storm. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's true because like you, you you never really look at like the last week's game. I, I understand Penrith are just on fire at the moment, looking really good. But like even back in the last few years, Penrith do not flog Storm. It's never been that way. Mm. Storm have always been that team that never got flogged. Um, and unfortunately, that's what they did. But they're still doing their thing in the middle. Like um, on um, I will say on Harry Grant against the Raiders. He's got a pretty reasonably low average against him in the history as well. So he's actually one of the lowest averages he's got is against the Raiders at sixty four. Not worst average, obviously, but his yeah. highest score against him is seventy nine. 
So he's played them four times. So um, I think it's a good, good call out there. So, um, yeah, I, I haven't got him, but I'm looking at getting him for the week after. So I need to I need to offload all my um my rabbit hoe players so I can start start having a team for the finals. So, anything else, Glenn? Uh, not really, mate. I own Grant, and uh, I actually they're both rocks and diamonds this year, aren't they? And mm. one thing I noticed about the Raiders, they tend to drop off late in games, and I think that's where Harry could do his magic. So I. Um. I I actually do anticipate that he could do something too close to the line. I kind of agree with Des on that one. Um, but, yeah, nothing there of great. I think Tomoko, uh, they do defend backs really good, so I'd be sitting their um, backs out. Uh, Rapana, um, but, you know, they, they they defend backs very well, the, the Storm, like Penrith do as well. Although their wing, they have let a few tries in. Wingers on go the, through, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. No, I think it's normally on uh, on Warbrick's side yeah, there. They've let a few tries in there, so... Uh, Warwick is a good ball runner, but he's not ideal when it comes to defense. I think he's a bit big, big boy. Lateral movements might be a bit tricky. So, what about Nick Meany? We didn't really touch on him. Are we do we have any Nick Meany audience in here? I yeah, right, him. right here. I, I, he, I regret it, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Uh, he's got to be. He's got to be a player this week, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think Munster, um, uh, Grant, and Meany are all players versus the Raiders. They tend to leak mm. late in games, and I think that's where you'll make up his his. Point. Yeah, yeah, I haven't actually played me in the last few weeks, but that's because I'm basing it on matchups and and rightfully so. Uh, but I will be playing him this week. So I think last week I played Munro over Meany, and then this week I'll be putting Munro on the bench, and then and Garrick on the bench as well, and then playing Munro as well as um as um Militalo and Meany. So I think a bit different this week, but I can be a bit risky because I can't lose my head to head. So it's great. Meany might want to have a good crack just for the sake of. Might be his last couple of games too, if Pappy mm. gets you know introduced soon. Yeah, yeah that's really interesting. I, I think if Pappenhausen comes back, just my 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 assumption, but I think that he'll come from the bench, and I think that when he mm. gets brought onto the field, he'll either come through the middle like he used to, or he'll come on at fullback and push many do wings. So I I actually don't think it will affect many um, Tim. That's just my assumption. We all see things differently, but that's mm. how I think it'll play out. And if Manny does go to the wing, I can tell you right now, like just from past times when yeah. Puppy's been in and out, his average from fullback to wing, not much different. I've watched it a few times. It's been a pretty large sample size because of Puppy's injury history. And his, um, I think he was averaging 60 last year at fullback and about 62 on the wing because he has those extra attacking stats as well. So, But yeah, I um, I, I got Manny and I'm looking at trading him out just because he's got a few bad matchups, but then I said, you know what, there's a few good runs coming up. I'll just sit see him on the bench there. Got some good depth in my team. I've only got two players on my team that aren't actually playing. So I've got twenty three solid players. That's why even though I've got three trades left, I've still got a really solid team. So not the best players. I have a lot of players that I'm missing, but I can <laughs> rotate accordingly. So I like the Storm's out. bench. Mm, uh, yeah. Like Maroa and Nass, I think that, that uh, I can see them coming in late into the game, and that's where I think Grant could get his yeah. get something through there. Totally mm. agree. Yeah. And uh, one, one thing um about because uh, if if someone who someone has to miss out, obviously, if Puppy does come back, so we don't think it's gonna be Meany, might be a winger, but I was looking at like someone like Seve, who actually played really decent. He was one of their better players um, um on the weekend. He was very safe under the ball. Did a really good job, I thought. Survey did so, but I feel like he's sorry. Connor Papilla would drop out. Yeah, it's more like more than likely. Even he had a cracker of a game too. He got the first try, looked pretty solid. 
So yeah, it's like it's just a show to the depth they have. They can just lose part. Mean, Mean he's the goal kicker though, so like they they literally can't drop him. Well, perhaps he's a goal kicker too, and he generally kicks for him when he comes in, so that still could happen. But I think Tonopia drops out. Tonopia, as good as he's been in attack, his defence is a real issue. Oh, he yeah. has a problem of rushing up. Seve does too, to be fair. And yeah. I, I think Olam's due back too, isn't he? Olam played with Puppy um, yeah, for the, the Falcons. Yeah. So you could yeah. see both of them come back in. So that'll be interesting to see how that Do you think Pappenhausen would come, come back and kick straight away though? He was kicking Maybe for the not with a knee problem, um, mate. But he did kick in the lower grades, and he kicked okay. well. Um, so I don't kicked know. Kicked very well. He did. He kicked very well. well. That, that makes me think that maybe he wouldn't come off the bench if they, yeah. Or they just, yeah. Well, interestingly, he didn't get named at all this week in the lower grades. I don't know what that message is sending to us. But I, I expected him to play another week this week and then come back through the bench. But... You know, Bellamy, who knows? I had Munster I held for seven rounds once, being told by Bellamy was <laughs> a couple of years ago. So who knows? <laughs> All right, let's move on to the very final game of the week and nothing but to say here except for Ponga, 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 Newcastle versus Canterbury. Uh, I think I went with Des last time. So Timmy, mate, Ponga. <laughs> yeah, good Vane. I'm just, I'm so nervous about, like, because I think mm. I'm probably going to end up with him as my captain. But I'm just so nervous because we've had such a nice run of him not getting HIA for the game early. You just ruined um, it, mate. You I, just ruined it. <laughs> I know. I don't want to jinx it, but I feel like if I put it out there, it's, we're addressing it. You know what I mean? It's not a um, sneaky little thing that can creep up on us. Um, I reckon it's going to come, though, at some point before the end of the year. And I hate it for him. And I hate it for Newcastle because they're going all right. And it'd be good to see him have a decent crack in the finals. Um yeah, but uh, yeah, don't own Marshu. Uh, haven't had him all year. Hate that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, he looks like a real good thing to have. I'd like to have Dom Young and Gay Guy as well. Um, Dom Young on t- certain matchups, but Gay Guy, Gay I did have him. I sold him recently because I was worried about his foot injury. I thought it was going to hold him back, but he's uh, come back and he's killing it. He's tough, man. He's a tough bloke. So. Yeah, yeah, not too much outside of those. Like, I think it's just this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the centers, wingers, the fullback there. I'm not really interested in obviously the halves or the, the any of the forwards or anything like that for that side. And then I guess over on the other side, we've got um, the best uh, second row to ever play the game, Billy really, McKeekow. Uh, <laughs> I felt that coming. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. Um, I wonder how much he is. If I had a trade, I'd, I'd think I'd think about just bringing him in for fun. Oh, if you got a few trades up your sleeve, for fun, he like I mean, um, he's surely he's been um missing. The thing I love about Kikau, his hair was brown all like while he wasn't playing. Like just the week before, there's a photo of him with um Ivan Cleary at the Panthers <laughs> game, just sort of having a chat on the field. I've since photoshopped my head over the top of it. <laughs> so it looks like I'm having a chat with um, Juliana Kikau. Um, but, yeah, for, ready for game day. Like, hair's done perfectly, like, back to bond. I love that. Um, but, yeah, not too much at the doggies. Uh, I think most people have probably just started to sell Preston if they hadn't already done it over the last little bit. If you've got Carouse. If you've got Carouse, yeah, play him. I wouldn't be. Buying him, but 
just yeah, I don't love it on the, in the centres, but it's just still consider playing him. Depends how much depth. If you've got plenty of depth, I wouldn't play him. I don't think. Mm, yeah, I think yeah, he's that guy that you probably play on matchups. But they don't have the worst draw, the dogs. They actually got a pretty decent draw on the run home. So they play what Knights this week, and then they've got uh, Raiders the week after, batting Canberra as well, and then they've got Manly. Um, and I that been checking his score. Sorry to cut you off. I haven't been yeah. really paying too much attention to well. his... Perez and Abdullah yeah. have both been scoring really well. I own them both mm. in draft, and they've just been set and forgets, and they've just kept scoring. They haven't had one under sixty. Yeah, right. Nice. Yeah, so very nice. They're actually scoring incredibly well, especially Avarillo. Mm. But yeah. the play I just wanted to mention that's not been mentioned, and I think that's Lachlan Fitzgibbon. If you're looking mm. for pod second rower, uh, this is actually a good matchup for him. But I, there's two games that I've said that I have a smoky on, and one of them is the Dragons versus the Rabbits. The other one's this one with the Dogs. Luke Thompson back. I know people are going to think that the Knights are going to win this comfortably. I'm not so sure. <laughs> Yeah, I think they'll find like I've watched a lot of Bulldogs games, and I find that <laughs> Bulldogs start so aggressively with yeah, their defense. They do, and, and it really it depends on as as a team that you're bursting against. It depends on how you accept that. Do you want to just take the punishment, take the punishment, and then drive through when they're tired, or does it really put you off your game and then Bulldogs can actually steamroll you? So um, I'm not sure how the forwards are going to go for the Knights against the Bulldog forwards. So I think the Bulldogs. Especially um, kicks there. I actually love the kick shout. Actually, looking at some of the matchups, and not just the team matchups, but the positional matchups. If he's up against Tuolungi in that grand final game, mate, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon yeah. there might be a few little tries there coming, or even if you offload to try, he'd have so. to be under one percent owned, wouldn't he? Oh, no, mate, yeah. <laughs> definitely, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Just uh, quite a, well, my favorite. I think we've already mentioned it, but Tupo, he was owned by six people in the top one percent. And I'm one of them, so I was like really loving that little move there. So yeah, I know I know Des loves a, a pod, a good a good pod, and an anti pod. So I thought I wanted to shout that one out. And nice I, I had little not... flex, nice little flex there too. The top one percent, I like that. It's cheeky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, call, I, call I wish my, I could say the same. <laughs> the humble flex, mate. That's what that's called. So, but yeah, no, um, I, I, I love um, I, I think that the battle in the forwards here is what's where it's going to be. And you know, I think the Bulldogs have strong forward pack, and I think that. Who who have the Knights got now? There's been a few injuries in their forward pack there, so they got what Leo Thompson and Safidi. Was the other Safidi injured? Wasn't he? Yeah, Safidi got injured. Yeah, that was right. That's what I remember. So Jacobs come back, but uh, Daniel did a pretty serious knee injury. So um, yeah, I think in saying that Daniel hasn't been the greatest, but he is normally a pretty stable and a leader in that team in the forward pack. So. Yeah, no, I, I still think the um, Knights win it. I think Ponga's leadership there will get them through. So, damn you, Kane! I bet you beat me. I just, <laughs> I, I just thought that uh, I'm playing Kane in one of the finals, and I just thought I might just grab kick out in my draft. <laughs> yeah, now if you're in a draft with Kane, mate, Doctor Kendo, he is a sneaky guy. You think you, you see a guy get named? I guarantee you that Panthers player that got the exemption, yeah, oh, Kane's already on him. No. <laughs> so, yeah, but, so. uh, I agree. He probably got in the exemption. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Made a few calls, got the Kando. Love it. Awesome. All right, guys, we'll move on to. Uh, I know this, this is a, normally a fun part, but uh, trade talk. Okay, so how many people have trades left? Uh, let's go through our trades. So we'll start with you, Des. I know you've got one left. Are you going to trade this week? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I think I just have to hold it. Um, I'm pretty much out of most of my head to heads, but. 
a couple. I'm not in any cash comps. I'm I'm predominantly an overall player, so I think I'm just gonna have to hold it for injury, or yeah, hold it for the Cody Walker to monster trade, um, so that I have a full seventeen in that that week where all my six South contingent are all gonna be on the bench. I think yeah, I think that's gonna be the most valuable use of my final trade. So it's just sit back, relax, watch the footy, and just hope. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I don't want to. Should I go to you, Tim, or do is it, it going to bring that bad memories? You have no trades left. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Those yeah, no. listening on Spotify, he's just showing a little thing saying no trades this week. So I want to make sure that all our listeners can also get the excitement of that as well. So obviously, of course. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to the audio uh, <laughs> players at home. Uh, Glenn, you got one trade left, mate. Are you trading this week? No, mate. I'm going to Munster trade for Walker. Um, on the buy round for South. Yeah, love it. Um, I too not trading this week at all. However, I've got my plan done for the rest of the year. So I've got three trades left. I will be going Cook out uh, Cook out and Brown out and bringing in Munster and Grant in round 25. And then my last trade is more than likely going to be a Latrell in round 26 to Tedesco. Um, depending on how that goes. I, I, obviously, minds can be changed and they often change a bit, but I've just set that plan out for matchups and head-to-head. So, Awesome. All right, vice captain and captain choices. We'll go around the ground. So, Timmy, um, what, what are you looking at, mate? So I'm thinking Nath as my VC. Um, there was a stage in the week where I was thinking I was going to fade him just because of the Thursday night thing, mm-hmm. just because there's so many other juicy options, I think, as well. But I've just I think it's been a bit too cute. So I'm gonna um vice captain him. Not not don't want any stress. Could ruin my weekend if he bloody scores hundred and eighty. You mm. know. So yeah, straight up. So I'll, yeah, I think I'll put my insurance there. Captain Ponger into the round, just a little bit nervous about the head knock situation, but yeah. So it doesn't help there's the last game of the week too, you so you can't Yeah, first and that. last, it's very mm. sort of capped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Des, mate, vice captain, captain choices this week. Vice captain. Yeah. As I said, I'm wary of those Thursday night games, but I just think Penrith are way too good for Manly. They've smashed us the last like five or ten times they've played us. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm tossing up between Ponga and Latrell. I think Ponga scored 180 last time he played the Bulldogs, so it's like, it's it's the obvious option, but. And also what Glenn said, he, he reckons uh, Dragons might give South a bit of a run. It's kind of scaring me off Latrell a bit, but I think I think I'm just gonna stick it stick it on him. He's still scoring seventy each week without doing too much yet. So if he does have one of those games where he just pops off, it could be what I need to win my last head to head. He feels due, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> yeah. He he do, he really came back that first game and looked really good. Like he. He took like 15, 16, 16 runs, touches, most runs, yeah. m- most runs he's ever had, or something like that. So, um, yeah, he does look he he looks explosive. So, I think I'm just gonna back him and and fade Ponga. Which sounds crazy, but yeah. Oh, I don't think it's crazy. Um, I'm in the same boat, mate. Glenn, um, vice captain, captain choice, mate. Well, so I'm I'm going Cleary Ponga myself, but the two other ones that I like that people aren't talking about is I actually think Hines versus the Titans could actually come out and score really well, and uh, and I think with Lomax out, Latrell 
Uh, the Fago brothers, I think they tend to rush up as well, and I think there could be some cap- gaps created in the centre spots, and uh, I think Latrell could exploit that very nicely. So mm. I don't think it's as sad, um, silly as you think. Uh, I still think the Dragons will match them. I just think, though, that Latrell could still score well in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was literally in the same boat as Des, where I've got the captain on Ponga now. But I'm really, really liking Latrell as the captain's choice. So I think the only thing that I reason I put it on there is because I like my projected score being really high because Ponga's projecting 120. So it looks a lot better on my projected score. And Latrell then projected to get 66 points. So, But I know I really like Latrell. I think um, after last week, they're going to, Latrell's going to get a ton of action. He's going to have to show that he can stick up is to the it, team. That's at Cairns, isn't it? Barlow Park? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like it. It sounds like a. Flick. Latrelli sort of ground to sort of yeah, uh, parade himself, and yeah, like I'm scared to not have him this week. Mm. Yeah, I think maybe just watch the for you fellas that do have him and considering him, just watch the pregame, watch him sort of warming up, and if you get a vibe off him, I'm, I get a lot of those. Like sometimes you got to like look with the horse parading around before you bet on them. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I like to see, I think, when Trell's on is when he's in amongst the crowd and they're, they're in his ear and he's pointing mm. at him and laughing with him. When he's yeah. doing that, you know he's on fire. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. so I, know, I reckon that's what you mean by one of those games. I reckon he's going to be up at Barlow Park and he's going to be in with the crowd. And I reckon Even, be... yeah, chatty before the game where he's warming yep. up and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the yeah. issues I have with the Bunnies at the moment is to toll her out. They lose a lot of punch up the middle. They've lost Burgess as well, and mm-hmm. Arrow is on an injury cloud, you know. So that's a lot of punch up the middle, and that's where they they've got a great spine, arguably one of the better spines in the comp behind the Storm. It's just that they don't have that punch up the middle that South, you know, you, to your backs are only as good as your forwards allow you, you know, especially your spine players. And uh, but Latrell does add an X factor in that side, and I, I'd still agree. I think let, he will score well, but I'm actually worried about Walker in this game. I, I think the Dragons in the middle will defend well. That's just my, my my take on it. Whether I'm, I haven't got anything right all year, so don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually I give good advice. I just don't take any of it. Yeah. So mm. listen to you, but only if you don't listen to you. That's right. That's it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm going Ponga Cleary. So go Latrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think I'll be going Latrell. Um, but like I said, I'm happy to make take a few risks this week and try and catch a few more overall ranks. Try and break into that top thousand, which would be good. Um, but yeah, like I said, no real um fear on any movements. I guess I can do whatever I need to do. On a side note, I'm actually looking at the Rabbitohs team now. Was that young fella did really, really well? Um, was it Duncan? He looking so I love watching him play. Yeah, he's had a yeah, he's he looking so right. good. He's yeah. got, and, and he also gets really quick play the balls. I, I don't think they use him enough. I, I would actually bring him on at lock and bring Cameron Murray into the forwards where they're like. And uh, because, I mean, a forward and a lock, there's not a lot of difference between the two anyway. Start Murray at lock for the tough bit. Then when Duncan comes on, move Murray into front row. uh, And I think that they get that punch up the middle that they're missing from Totolo because they both are very quick at playing the ball. I I love him. Talos Duncan, Mm. he's a Mm. great player. Yeah, loving it. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps everything up tonight. So uh, I just want to say one little quick um, announcement. So $5 cash comp, the knockout comp is going on at the moment, guys. There's only eight runners left, so couple of weeks left. So I was knocked out a couple of weeks ago, which is kind of sad. But like like Dez is saying, you have a good week, you have a bad week, you, have a, you don't have enough you don't have enough good weeks in a row to kind of maintain and that's been my run. So but um yeah eight weeks to go. So good luck guys. I think um the winner takes all in that one. So looking forward to seeing the winner there. 
Uh, and also I want to thank Des and Tim for jumping on. It's been a pleasure having you boys on. Um, always welcome back anytime. So thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, I realized I talked to both of you at the same time and I was waiting for one of you to respond. That was a bit <laughs> awkward. So that's right. I was just waiting for you to offer Des uh, the opportunity to speak first again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I've been feeling sorry for him because my Panthers are playing against his boys, and it's just going to be a sad. Yeah, so I'm, I I'm, get it, it was more of a sympathy thing, I think. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now, now I've got you back on board, Timmy. There you go, mate. <laughs> That's right. Absolute honor having you guys on, man. I've spoken to you guys over the years many times, and uh, it's good to have you guys finally on our pod. Thanks, guys, for coming on. It's an absolute um, honor, as I said. No workers. Good luck with the year, boys. Oh, wait up. We, we haven't done the viewers' questions. Oh, you got you got questions? Oh, yeah. Oh. You guys asked me questions. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got lost in a world of make believe. Hey, it, it's not a tragic pods up without one F up somewhere through it. Oh. <laughs> no, we normally have a few F ups, just sandblasted throughout. So. All right. So, um, how long do we see CNK out for? The answer to that, they said, we've already answered round 25. Captain choices we've gone through. Uh, Co- Garrick or Cody to trell? I'll, I'll come to you first, Des. Do you think Garrick to Cody or to trell is a is a play? Absolutely, absolutely. I don't think Garrick has much steam left. I don't think Manly have much steam left as a whole. Mm. I, they do have the Bulldogs and the Tigers as the last two two rounds, though. So that's maybe a reason you'd hold on to him. Um, but yeah, I just think I think I yeah. I, uh, Trell, Trell's just looking too good for me. I, I think you have to make the trade and then death ride Garrick in those uh in the Tigers Bulldogs games, the last two. Tim, you agree with that? Yeah, I'd go I'd go to um Trell, but probably not to Cody. Yeah, me too. Um yeah. Yeah, that would be my play as well. Just for the yeah. kicking, you extra you get a little insurance for that as well, so that's why. The next question is from Corey Anthonis, and he says, what is our biggest regret this season? Guys, thanks for your content and advice. Love your work. So mine's not going in for Noah Blake That's and selling Lockie Miller way too early. Um, I'll come to you, Tim. What's your biggest regret this season, mate? Uh, not getting Buller. <laughs> it's tough. I'd want to say having Sony Luke, but yeah, probably not getting Buller. Buller. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Des? Tough one. Um, well, I started with Kalen Ponga and then he, he got knocked out in round two and then I was just really hesitant to buy him back and I just bought him way too late, only a, a couple of rounds ago. So my regret is not holding the faith in him that I had from the start. Yeah, I, listen, I'm with you on that one, mate. My, I was going to buy him the round that he got the first big score and my son in there said to me, Dad, I don't know why you're doing that. He's a HIA away from retiring and, and, and that stuck in my head. And I've, I've gone to not trade and I've gone to trade, I've gone to untrade and I've gone to HIA away from retiring. I agree. Mm. But he came out and got 150 or 60, whatever he got. It's, it's, uh, funny, you know? it's, it's funny you say that because you said you were thinking about getting Ponger in. So I got Ponger in. Yeah, I know. You got talk, your son talked you out of it and then I survived. Exactly. Uh, That's Clint giving his good advice but not taking it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's I'll, I'll, I'll say my biggest regret in this series, uh, I've not once jumped on Walsh. And it's been so hard watching him in a head-to-head when he's against me. He's like he would get like, like even in was it even in last week's game, he was on like sixteen points at halftime. I watched that game. I'm like, how is he on sixteen points? He's in everything. He's just mm. like does his crazy break and then passes it, and then the player doesn't get a line break. But like he done so much work. 
So I hate not that. Not base though. I tell you why it hurts doesn't need not base. having him too more. Like when you don't own him because he's so um, like showboaty and confident on the field, he's sort of rubbing it into you. After his try, you sort of have to watch him parade around. Yeah. Like I owned him, so I enjoy all the. This is my house shenanigans and stuff. So <laughs> uh, when, yeah. what, what, you would as a Penrith boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, whenever he comes. Uh, when he, when he came at my boy Lua, it really really upset me. So <laughs> I took it personally. In saying that, I, I get where you're coming from. So <laughs> I started my season with was it Trevojevic? I had Amy. Walsh and Trevojevic. I ended up with Walsh and um Walsh and um Trell after that. I went to Trell, and so that's about the one thing I did get right this year. Mm. Um, there was one more lot of questions. Oh, here we go. Um. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, how long do we think? No, no, that's it, guys. Like, no, all done. That's it, all done. Yeah, I, there was more, but I've lost them somewhere. Like, look, guys, my <laughs> lost some. I'm sorry, guys. If I didn't answer your question tonight, um, hopefully we answered it tonight through the pod. Again, guys, thanks very much um, for coming on, and and hopefully we can get you back on again next year or even through the BBL. Sure, I'm not a BBL guy, but yeah, no workers. I'll come on for BBL. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. BBL. All right. Cheers, boys. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. And we'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Catch you, boys.